Welcome to the Mental Edge. I'm the Sammy J, your host. So, let me start by just asking everybody, please like and share and subscribe to the podcast. I'm going to put out, keep putting out all this good content. I just appreciate the share. Uh, Shoot me some messages. You know, let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me know what you think of the content that I'm putting out. So, Tonight, we're going to talk about failure. We're going to talk about success. And I know a lot of podcasts and influencers, that's their big thing. That's what everybody's talking about right now. Failure and success and this and that. And all I'm going to do is put my twist on it. So that being said, let's get into it. Failure. With failure, it seems like we always have excuses We always have, it's somebody else's fault, uh, reasons why, well, it it happened to me, you know, and I've been there. I, uh, (laughs) I worked one day at a Dairy Queen, one day, didn't even give it time to really, do I like the job? Don't I like the job? Do I like the people? Don't like the people? I don't know. My reason for quitting when I went home and I was young, I think I was 15 when I was working there for my one day. So I get home and my mom says, what are you doing home? I thought you had to work until, you know, six or eight or whatever it was. And I got home way early because I quit in the middle of the shift. And my excuse was, well, I didn't like the dang boss. They were mean. Wanted me to do stuff. I never done that stuff. You know, no, I just, nope. Wasn't my fault, but I'm not working there no more. Now, the reality, I can look back and go, uh, the boss didn't have anything to do with it because I really didn't know the boss. There was nothing wrong with that job other than I just didn't want to do it. And I think a lot of us, that's where we fall into the failure of, If we just don't want to do it, we're not going to put the effort into it, which I understand that. If I don't really want to do something, why am I going to put a bunch of effort into it? Here's the way I would turn that into success now is what can I learn from that job? Even though I don't like it, even though I don't really want to do it, what can I learn from that that I can use somewhere else to be successful in something that I do want to do? What I could have done looking back is learned how to commit to something, learn how to be dedicated, learn that no matter what, it's still my responsibility. I took the job. I said, yes. You know, I knew I probably, even at the beginning when I got hired, I knew I probably would not like this job. I'm just not a fast food person. Even at 15 years old, I knew that you know, this ain't my dream thing. But it was still my responsibility. I committed to it. Now, being an employer, right, having my own company, I know what it means when somebody says, yeah, I'll take the job, and then quits the first day. I've had that happen. And man, as an employer, that sucks because you counted on that person. You made a schedule around that person. Even with them being new, you committed to them. 
but yet they didn't commit to you. And so, man, it really screws everything up. Now the employees that wasn't planning on working a longer shift, now they have to because, well, you gave up. You quit. You had a stupid excuse or it wasn't my fault. It's what we do a lot of times with our failures that affects everybody else around us. Even most times more than what it affects us. All right. Failures always seem to come with a price. So if you're on a team and you just decide, I'm not going to show up at every practice. I'm not going to put 110% in. And then like in football for me, and then you show up Friday night to play in high school and you play like crap. Well, guess what? Nobody wants you out there playing. And why in the heck are you playing? Because, well, you didn't want to put all the effort into it that the rest of us did. Well, it's not my fault. You know, I had stuff to do. I had uh, my leg hurts. My arm hurts. Always something. Always an excuse. Always a reason why not. You know. And then we wonder why everybody around us says, well, we really don't want that guy playing on our team. Well, when they choose kickball teams or, you know, uh, softball teams or something like that, and you're the last to get picked and you wonder why. Ugh, why, why not? I'm good at that. Well, dude, that's because they've seen your effort in everything else. And it sucks. And you always just have an excuse and always, uh, it's not my fault. Well, so why do I want you on my team? And going through life, that's what it's built on. Built on a lot of teams. It's not just about you. You work for a company, guess what? You're part of that team. Whether you feel like it or not, you're part of it. So when you don't show up or you put a half-ass effort into it or you do something wrong, it affects more than just you. It affects the whole team. When you have excuses, right, and this is what I see a lot being in business, a lot of times I say I run a big, you know, adult daycare because, oh, it's never my fault. It's always somebody else's. There's always an excuse. I've had people call me and, hey, I'm not going to make it in or I'm going to be late. Um, I... <laughs> So, no, I got, I got a real funny, it's not funny. Well, it's funny now, but it wasn't a funny story. So I was gone for the weekend, right? Had my guys, they, everybody wanted to work on a Saturday, so everybody's working. I get a picture from one of the employees, and it's of another guy sitting on a bucket sleeping in a million-dollar house. And I'm like, what in the world? And so I call the guy that sent me the picture. And I said, what the hell's going on? And he said, man, I don't know. But old boy in there, he's sleeping hard. And I was like, you know, at that moment, I'm just mad. And I said, go in there and kick him in the head and knock him off that bucket. And uh, needless to say, when he got in there, the guy had already, somebody else had woke him up and he was up and, you know, running around. So then the guy that was sleeping calls me. 
And he's like, oh, Sammy, I'm so sorry, man. I don't know. I da, 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 da. And I said, pack your shit up and get off my damn job. I don't even know what you were thinking, dude. You just fell asleep on a project, you know, in the, like in the middle of the day. What the hell? What are you thinking? Oh, man, I had a long night last night. And, you know, here we go with the excuses. I had a long night last night and. Me and the old lady got in a big old fight and argument and, you know, I just, I didn't sleep good and, you know, so I'm sorry, man. I said, well, sorry's out the window. You're out. Get off my job. Pack your stuff. Get off my job. So Monday I show up at this house and these other employees are coming up to me and they're saying, oh, yeah, we heard you fired so-and-so. And I said, well, yeah, he's sleeping on a bucket. Oh, so you didn't fire him for the other stuff. And I said, other stuff? What other stuff? So story goes, the guy didn't get in a fight with his wife or girlfriend or whatever it was. Instead, he went out all Friday night drinking. Uh, didn't stop drinking. Came from the bar to the house to work. Ran out of gas two blocks before he got to the house and decided he was going to get out, get in the middle of the street, get butt naked and change into his work clothes and then walk down to the job. Are you kidding me? Like <laughs> there's no excuse that could cover that. There's nobody else's fault. There's no reason in the world. I would have rather him just called me and said, hey, dude, I'm not going to make it in today. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but instead, he wanted to come up with excuses and faults on how it wasn't his. It, you know, it's, oh, man, yeah, the, we got in a big fight and I didn't sleep good and this and that. Dude, I tell the truth. Holy crap. Now, I don't, <laughs> I thought about that story and I was like, how can I turn that into a success for him? You know, if he'd have handled it differently, the success would have been telling the truth or not even telling me anything, just saying, hey, dude, I can't make it in today. It wasn't a required day. I didn't force anybody to come in that Saturday people wanted to come in I said yeah that's fine come on in work overtime so he didn't have to come in so he could have just called and said hey I'm not going to make it that would have been a success Monday he would have showed up hopefully not drunk and he just still had a job but instead he didn't want to commit to anything he wasn't dedicated and he didn't take any responsibility for his own actions. That's what success brings. Success is hard. Failure is easy. Failing is so easy. You ever want to lose a race? Just stop running. You ever want to lose at a checkers game? Stop playing. Failing is actually pretty easy. And it usually involves quitting. But we don't want to make it like it's all our fault because, well, then we look bad because we're actually scared of what it looks like 
to fail. See, it's really contradictory. We don't want to fail, but we don't want to look stupid when we fail. So we'll blame somebody else, and then we find, then we get busted out, and then we look stupider than we would have if we'd have just admitted to the failing and drove on and kept going past it. So failing's easy. Success is hard. That's why so many people say, I don't want to do that. I don't know. You mean I got to be committed to it? Oh, man, I don't know. There's not enough time. You know, I don't know if I got enough time to do something like that. I got to be dedicated to it. That's, so that means I got to do it all the time. Dude, I just said I didn't have time. You know, and the energy, oh, my God, I'm just so bogged down. I'm so overwhelmed. Responsibility, well, I've got enough responsibility. I mean, I've got, I'm married, I got kids, uh, you know, I, I've got responsibilities, I've got bills, you know, I'm, I'm already responsible for enough. I mean, to be re- responsible for success also, oh, geez, that's, that's another thing you got to throw on my plate. That sucks. I don't think I can handle it. Well, here's the reality. Most people can't handle success. Because they're not in the right frame of mind. They're not in the right mindset for it. They don't they wouldn't know how to react to it. That's why you hear about people that hit the lottery and they go broke in a year or two years. Because they're not, they don't know their mindset has never changed. Money doesn't change you. Money just magnifies what you already are. So if you're not used to success, if you're used to failure and you get a lot of money, like all at once, guess what? You're just going to spend it and blow it and be broke and not have anything to show with it, show for it. Because guess what? That's what you've always done. But you know what? It won't be your fault because failing's easy. It, it's not my fault. I mean, I, yeah, I won, you know, 50 million in the Powerball. And it's gone. I know it's only been two years. It's not my fault. You know, I guy told me that I should invest in this and invest in that. And I lost a lot. And then I bought this house and, you know, didn't pay the taxes on it. And I went upside down. But that wasn't my fault. I mean, because I was investing over here. An excuse after excuse after excuse and reason after reason of why the faults are. Building something from scratch is scary. Once you build and every brick you put on that build is a success. And once you start getting some successes, you find out that this is way more fun than failing. And while you're going to put a brick up every once in a while and it's going to fall off or you didn't mortar the brick right or whatever, And you're going to have little failures along the way because you're so dedicated to the success that you sweep that brick away and you grab a new brick and you figure out real quick, hey, it was a bad brick. I have no excuse for the brick. It's no, the brick, it wasn't nobody's fault. I have no reason why that brick was bad, but you know what? I committed to this. I'm dedicated to this and it's my responsibility to keep it going. So I grab another brick and I keep on building the damn wall. And when I get two or three stories up and half the wall falls down, 
I go, well, son of a bitch. I guess I'm going to start over right over there. And I'll just keep going. And it's no, there's no excuse. There's no fault. Well, there was a tornado the last, you know, the night before. Okay, well, if I'd have built the wall so sturdy that it would have held up to a tornado, then I wouldn't have had a problem. So guess what? Now that I've got to rebuild that wall, I'm going to build it to where it's tornado proof. And I'm going to build it even stronger than that. That's success. It's not easy. But guess what? When the next tornado comes through, my wall will still stand. It'll be strong. And there'll be no failures in it. There's no reason that wall will ever fall. There's no excuses and it, no faults. Because I checked it, double checked it, triple checked it. Had another guy come over and check the damn thing. And that's a strong wall. That's our life. That's business. That's the way it goes. That's the difference in success and failure. So, I think that's all I got on success and failure. I could go for like five hours on this. Um, but, biggest thing I can say is this. Quit making excuses. The next something, next time something happens, whether you feel like it's in your control or out of your control, take responsibility for it. All right? Know that somehow, some way, it was your fault, and it's not a failure, but it's something you grow on. It's something that you get stronger from. It's the next brick to the wall. And as long as you're building upwards, it's okay. It'll be fine. And you keep going because that brick, the one that even fell, it was still a success because what did we learn from it? The tornado come by and knocked down half the wall. That's okay. What did we learn by it? So to me, successes come in the failures. Successes come more often than what we think. And once you start building that wall full of success, you'll see that failures come a lot farther and fewer in between because you've learned. It takes one time for something to happen and you learn a little bit from it and you learn how to not, not to have it happen again. So to me, that's the difference in failure and success. So. Leave me comments on this, man. I'd appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, y'all got something out of this podcast. If so, like I like I asked at the beginning, man, like and share this thing. Uh, subscribe to the podcast and uh, send me some send me some info back. Let me know what y'all are thinking of the podcast uh, of me. My little coughs again. I, I I cough. I'm not gonna edit out a little cough. You know, I've been coughing for about three months now because Missouri's weather is cold, hot, cold, hot, snowy, wet, 90. So my throat just doesn't know what to think. So (laughs) welcome to Missouri. That's just the way it is. Um, But no, that's all I got for tonight. Thank you all so much again for listening.
And uh, we'll catch you next time on The Mental Edge.